Hello guys, girls, parents and pets. Can you even see me back here? Barely. What the fuck is up? From news to shoes to album reviews and to everything in between, I welcome. I think you said that last time. To, no, because someone interrupted me. <laughs> welcome yes. to the One Stop Hip Hop Shop. I'm Rob. And here's Tyler. Exposing you. Because yeah. literally you have not said your name. Yeah, I have. No, you say you did it the first episode. I checked the first episode and you did not. You said the people know who I am. Yeah, because we had um, <laughs> we had trickle down effects from the last show. No, no one knows your name. Scoot, scoot. We're up to episode thirteen, and people are only just learning your name because I've just exposed you. Man, Earth Gang's coming to Australia, mate. That is actually pretty cool. Though. All right, let's get on with the shizzy show. Yep. So it's the music-based show tonight. So you'll be hearing our album reviews. Uh, uh, Discog Dive, Rap, Region and Song of the Year, none of which is any of that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's going to be get my, um... gonna be a bit different. Alright, well let's talk about the uh, those young men rapping. Did you see that? The, the prison that? rap, I did watch yeah, it. Did it was pretty It was pretty hard. <laughs> All those right, kids were rapping. They're not kids, they're men. But those men were just insane. Yeah. How so are this, they making that beat? This is in place. Of the song of the year. Yeah, we thought you'd and give you a break. We did 12 in a row. Yep. Probably sick of the... The old people. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to chuck up a short clip of what we are talking about. Yeah. It's just, yeah, three sort of young men just humming away, doing a bit of a, a, a rap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they all take a turn doing a verse each. It's insane. The, the, like that, however he does that beat, it's just ridiculous. It literally hums. It sounds so good. Chorus, man. That was stuck in my head for days. The murder man. The last verse was insane. How he was using like the 40. The 40 motif was excellent. Yeah, that was insane. I've got a few things quoted, but I just want to get up the... The murder man is what it's called. I want to get up the murder man melody. Man. It's so good. So, um, I actually left the, the last guy to last. The way that I would rank the verses is the second at number three, the first at number two, and then the third at number one. Yeah, I think so. So the, the last guy was just ridiculous. Yeah. Good. But the second verse, like it, it wasn't that it was shit. Like it was just like compared to the other two, it was the least memorable. It yeah. was still like really, really good. Yeah. Um, like he starts it out with, it's that one style, one friend, one face in one place, one lane than one claim, one neighbor with one case. This hard living mean more killing, more killing mean more figures. This thug life I own stripes ain't none nah, neighbor gone take this. I wreck shit, straight check shit. That whole shit I served it. Like that sounds cool. Dude, it's just a good verse. Like I don't know what is. else to say. Everyone needs to go Th- out. That's that's the the second verse. My yeah. favorite. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like everyone needs to go out and, and listen, listen to, to this. Yeah. Like, the link will be in the description. So check that out. It's just it's the most craziest 
the like mm. song. Like it's better than ninety percent of the rap that's out oh, there. Oh yeah, easily hundred percent. And it just but, like it's so real as yeah. well. Yeah, it just goes to show you that how like sort of powerful hip hop is. Yeah, like, it just goes through wherever. Like if you want to make music, yeah, you can make it no matter what. So a bit of context with this as well. It, you're not meant to have phones in prison. Yeah. I don't know how these guys did that. There was one guy on um on sneakers on Reddit too. And he posted a picture of a new box of like Jordans and he said, even in prison I'm the shit. Yeah. People are like, how the fuck do you have a phone in prison? And he just posted a picture of like his food. So they were like out in the common room, which yeah. is like sort of pretty heavily guarded because it's one of the few times that all of the prisoners are there at, you know, together. Yeah. And he just takes his phone out and takes a picture of it. Like, what a mad nut. But yeah, anyway, so I don't know how these guys did that. I don't know the logistics of that. Like, how do you charge the phone? I don't know. Because, like, hiding it is one thing. Like, the COs know all of the hiding places. You know, they, they frisk you down. How do you hide a phone? And then how do you charge that shit? Like, they don't got no power there. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> Unless they just, like... Get a new phone every time the battery runs out. <laughs> that could be a that could be a thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on with this. The guy uh, on the first verse, he had two really, really solid lines to me. Um, I've written one down, but I know he did have another one. But I wrote, uh, I'm a demon when I'm flow, I'm skiing and froze like the snow in the South Pole gleaming. Like, yeah. that is very rhyme-heavy. That's very well thought out. Yeah, these guys are obviously very talented. Oh, yeah. And it's a shame that it's gone to waste. Yeah, with um, them being yeah. where they are. Yeah, exactly. I think, even just take the rapping away, that melody yeah. on the humming and the murder man line. Like, the the beat was insane. Like yeah. the, it sounded like a computer was doing it. Like, the, the beatboxing yeah. to create that, um, like, the, obviously, the backing was yeah. insane. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but yeah, the 40 motif I did mention was really cool. Uh, this guy, I did write down two very memorable parts in his verse. Uh, man, Allah be my witness. I swear to God, I had to murder 40 different snitches. So don't get it twisted with all these years included wishing and hoping and praying that I get to use them. I got no pick and choose them. Your wife and kids include them. Hit them with that Glock 40, drain all of their body fluids. I messed up the flow a little bit in the middle there, but yeah. That is really good. That's just at the end. But my favorite thing that he says is in the middle. And he says, give me about 40 minutes. You can get 36 O's. My 40 cal extended. You can, you can 36 holes. Hold clip and now my 40 empty. I tried to warn you neighbors. You bitches had to tempt me. So I love the, like the 36 holes. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's just fucking cold. But um, I read a lot in the comments as well where people were saying, oh, get them out of jail, get them signed. Yeah. Like, that's just fucking stupid. Maybe when the... When the um... when, when they are released in due time, Yeah. I agree, maybe look at getting them signed. Yeah. But don't release them out of jail just because you like their music. That's not how life works. They need to... Um... I need to get a high quality version of this out. I need this on Spotify. Hey, I would listen to this. Um, how insane is it as well, thinking that like one day these guys are going to go out, like get out, and then most likely see themselves on the internet? I know. Because it's like five years old now. 
Yeah, they probably they could potentially even be out. They could be depending on what. Um, I think is it is one of them Ty Dollar Sign's brother or Ty Dollar Sign's brother? I don't know. It's the first time hearing about that, but that would be the worst. Maybe it's the guy that made the chorus. Big Big TC. Is, are they related? Yeah, big yeah, big TC. Or TC. Yeah, Big TC. He's definitely Ty Dollar Sign's brother. Uh, Big TC went to prison for a crime he did not commit, but I can't confirm whether or not that is him in the video. It's not a very high-quality video, so you can't really make out any distinctive facial features. Big T doesn't really look like any of them. I'm not getting any when I search like Big TC prison. Yeah, just in the comments it says, uh, oh no, I think it's a different person. Yeah, Okay. but he also raps from prison. That is or he did, I'm not sure if he's out yet. Yeah. But yeah. But the title of this video as well, of Murder Man, said that it's a freestyle. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Because if so, that's fucking, like, even more impressive. It is an insane... Because um... it sounds very thought out. Yeah. It was insane. Everyone needs to go watch it. Yeah. No, the link will be in the description, so check it out. It is 100% worth it. All right, let's move on to the next segment. Yep, I'll do my uh, my rap region if you want, because I wrote song of the year last, so we can just work our way up. All right, go for it. All right, so my rap region is not a rap region. Instead, it is a tattoo tour. I know a lot of people do that on, on the line. So currently I have four tattoos all on my torso. I probably won't really... Are you going to show them? Yeah. You're going to get them out. I will. I'll get them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't even know if you can hear me from back here. Yeah, you can. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I'll get any tattoos outside of my torso. I do really want to tattoo myself at some point, just on my upper leg here, but I wouldn't say that's very far out of your torso. But yeah, I don't think I'll travel very far away from that area. Right. So I've got three up here. There's a music note right in the middle of my chest because music means a lot to me. So I got that as like a bit of a, a centerpiece. It's actually the iTunes logo. Yep. I inadvertently have like three logos tattooed on me out of there my four. But yeah, so the iTunes logo versus what music means to me, like the sort of you know the swirly like cursive music note. To me, that doesn't mean music. That does. Right. So I've got that one instead. Then I've got a tally on my right boob. No, you're going to get another one soon. I will have to, yeah. So this refers to every car that I've ever owned. So I don't have the best history of cars. Uh, the first one, doesn't really matter which is which I suppose. But it, it's a 2000 Corolla. Rode it off because I hit a kangaroo. Rip. Well, I didn't ride it off. It just sort of like, I didn't claim it through insurance. I just got a new one. Uh -huh. Then my 2004 Mazda 6. I also hit a kangaroo on that one, but not 
as hard. And I hit it, that one at about 40, like, Ks an hour. I hit the first one at about 70. Right. But, yeah, Mazda's got a few internal engine problems that will probably mean I'll have to get a new car. Correct. Then on my left side, I've got a bit of a crown because 2017 was a very shit year. And do you remember how I ended that year? Like the, the last bit in the pool at that party, like the New Year's party. No, it wasn't a New Year's party, but I know what you're talking about. Didn't you drown? Almost drown? No, no, no that, it was a New Year's party where I, I dropped my phone in the pool. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, I did almost drown at that one. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, that was the housewarming party. Yeah, yeah. So 2017 was like financially a very shit year. And I literally finished it by dropping like a three month old phone in a pool, completely just like bricking it. So yeah, that was funny though. <laughs> so I got that sort of help remind myself that I, I got through that. Right. I can do it again. It does help. I see it every day. Then my last one, I got this when we were in Melbourne. Um, it's a ghost. I'll get up and show you in a second, but it's a ghost. It was meant to represent all the ghost tours <laughs> we were going to do in Melbourne, but we never did a single one. I was um, sleeping. <laughs> you were. I was that tired. Yeah, I came, I came back with... No, no, you were sleeping when I got my hair dyed. I think I both, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you were quite tired that holiday. But uh, yeah, so we didn't do a single ghost tattoo. A single cool. ghost tour. So Ted is kind of irrelevant at that point, but it does still. That hotel was creepy though. The one we stayed in. Yeah, like with those yeah. long halls. Oh yeah, it was a bit. And I set the fire alarm off. <laughs> the smoke alarm, or the fire alarm. Yeah. Well, one of them. I think yeah, smoke alarm. Smoke. Got fucking trolled by the bathtub. <laughs> and now I fell asleep bath. in the bathtub. <laughs> Did the chips in there? <laughs> <Spooching> <laughs> chips. I fall I'll asleep quite easily. <laughs> Fell asleep inside the bathtub. And hey, then on a different that could time, literally kill you. Then a different time. What did I do? Oh, I didn't open the door with the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. So you were filling the bathtub with very hot water with the door closed. And then when you opened it, all of the steam just pillowed out, went into the smoke alarm. They didn't have a, a fan. Yeah, there was no fan, no vents. And the smoke alarm was right outside the bathroom. So because he was naked, I had to go down to reception and just say... If a fire truck is on the way, please cancel it. We they don't need it. They didn't even do that, though. They didn't even know. Yeah, I, I asked, them. and they're like, oh, okay. Well, don't do that again, then. And they got really angry at me. <laughs> All right, like, calm down. <laughs> Just letting you know, Jesus. Yeah, when I fell asleep in there, too. Yeah. In my chips. But, uh, yeah, so we didn't end up going on any ghost tours, but it is still a nice uh, memoir of our time in Melbourne. Memoir? Yeah. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> memoir nice. like a book. Oh, baby. A nice, book. Nice, nice memory. Nice, nice token. Because that was a good holiday. But this is... I'm not sure if you guys are going to be able to see it. What did we even do on there? Oh, I remember I won a lot of money at the casino. You did. Then I gave you my money because I was doing poorly. <laughs> and then you started doing poorly. No, I won a little bit back. But then... It I think you wanted to away. make... Yeah, I think you wanted to make more. Yeah, I wanted, like, I wanted to get... money back, yeah. I went in with 20 and I wanted to come out with 50. Yeah. I made it to like 45 or yeah. something, then it started just going down. Yeah. But this is the ghost here. Yeah, they can see that. Yeah. All right, there you go. I, I want to get a little happy face in there at some point. 
Um, probably while we're in Canada. We're going to Canada over Christmas with my whole family. And Gabby's coming as well. And I'm going to get quite a few more tattoos while we're over there. On the other side, sort of perpendicular to the, to the ghost, I'm going to get a um, an hourglass. Right. Because that's kind of a little bit... Like... A little bit themed with the ghost, I guess. You should get a uh, Christmas tree. Oh, that's it. So all of my tattoos, they do mean something. And yeah, I want to get an hourglass to sort of just remind yourself that, uh, you know, life is finite. Make the most of it. There you go. And then underneath my left breast, I want to get like a, a hammer going that way and then like a, a shifter going that way to make like a, a cross because I used to be on the tools quite a bit. I don't like it. As a hobby, it's good, but not as a living. That's just to remind myself to, to work hard, not go back to that. that right. yeah. Now he works in a factory. <laughs> a warehouse. Much better. It's warehousing. But it's not what I want to do. Yeah. Th this is what I want to do. Yeah. But yeah, so that just reminds me, don't go back to it, work hard, strive for something greater, all that. There you go. Then underneath my right breast, yeah. I saw a really cool tattoo a while ago, so I'm just going to steal it. It was um, like a black outline of a paper aeroplane. Then underneath it, in a grey outline, to sort of represent a shadow, it was like a real aeroplane. I, I really like that one, so I'm going to get that one. And there you go. I think that's all I'm going to get so far while we're in Canada. Well, that's my tattoo tour. There you go. All right, what's up next? You want to do your discog dive? Yeah. It's not a discog dive, you did something else. Can't remember what I did. What do we have left? Just so I can make sure. Album I'm... reviews. And, and that's discog it? Discog dive. Okay, yep. Well, I know what it is then. <laughs> I did. I thought of this idea when I listened to Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar and J Rock. And I've said before that that's one of the greatest hip hop verses of all time, J Rock's verse. So I thought, why not analyze? and go through some of the greatest hip-hop verses of all time. I like that. Um, so this week, I'm going to do Vince Staples' verse. On but it is a bit of a discog dive, but not like... Yeah. But just more of a dive. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing Vince Staples' verse on Hype, which is El Sweatshirt's song. Yep. But Great song. Vince has uh, an insane verse that... Um, uh, what's his name? Earl said... That. Vince Staples has best rap verse of the year on Hive. It's 32 bars or some shit. It took 15 minutes to write. He's the best. That's quite impressive. Yeah. So, it's just an insane verse. Just the way that he goes through it is so well done. And just the... The delivery is like... Yeah, the delivery is so to the ice cold. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read some of the lyrics. So, Mate, you got to do it in his delivery. It is delivery. Yeah. Quit with all that tough top. Yeah, I'm good. Because <laughs> we know you ain't about shit. Come around, we gun them down. Bodies piled, Auschwitz. Bulletproof outfits, weapons concealed. I'm ready to kill. So I tested all my weapons is real. Selling theirs, couldn't tell them what the recipe is. God, I'm wishing that they never gave these weapons to kids. Cheers. Send chills up spines of fat bitches after throwing out sandwiches. It's just hard. Like, that, that is, is one of the hardest, ver like, openers ever. But um, 
Come around, we gun them down, bodies pile, Auschwitz. Like, that's hard. That is That's an insane line. Like, that is just so, like, I don't know how to, like, it's so... How do you say that, like, A word? Because I've heard it pronounced a a few different ways. Auschwitz. But he says it so it blends with... Yeah. Because I've heard it, like, Auschwitz as well. Yeah, I think that's probably... Acceptable. I was nicknamed Auschwitz at work. Why? Well, we had this like labor hire guy come in for like a day and a half or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, he, they, he was working with me and he just kept farting. Right. Like don't stop. So then he sent me Auschwitz. All right. Yeah. Um, like it's just an insane verse and just a way. He delivers it. I think it, that was actually pretty good, the way I delivered that. But just um, this line, this sort of run here. Ain't nobody scaring me. You ain't prepared for heat. Tools hit like pull sticks the way I cue shit. That's hard. Pull sticks, cue. That's hard. That is pretty good. <clears throat> Tools, obviously, like a gun. Or a hammer. <coughs> If this was 88, I would have signed to Ruthless. 9-4 would have had him walking down death row. First is what the best is where the best go. Hate is what the rest do. Voice inside my head told me, wet them if they test you. So it's raging water season. That's hard. That is pretty hard. Like, if they test you, wet them up means give them some bullets. And he says it's raging water season means there's going to be a lot of wetness. Yep. <laughs> a lot of bullets. Yeah. Like, it's just a hard... A blood spilling. Yeah. Um, everybody hard until it's only God they see in. Kitten soft, but in their songs they be rapping hard as Jeezy. I don't believe it, but to each his own, I ain't tripping long. Because I can reach the chrome. Heat your home like Southern California gas. Police pass. Tell them free smalls off palm with the heat drawn. Strapped up as long as the chief of police arm. Raised where the beasts are, north of the beach. A couple of streets past Baby J, Bernie spraying K's. Ruger with the pork face, Jewish with the court case. Here to save you neighbours from the sorbet cold chain. Like that Jewish with the court case. Yeah. That that line is cold. Ruger with the pork face. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the first word was. Because Ruger's yeah, like Ruger. a gun. Yeah. Pork the police, like they're shooting at the police. Jewish with the court case. Um <coughs> Yeah, the Heat your home like Southern California gas, police pass. Tell them free smalls off palm with the heat drawn. Strapped up as long as the chief of police are. Like, as long as police are shooting, we're shooting. That's yeah, hard right there. That is hard. Great verse. Everyone should go. Um, listen to it. I'm going to play the start of it. And then I'm sure a lot of people have heard this um, song. Um, all right, so you might recently listen to it anyway. Um, oh wait, this is I love that delivery. It's so like it's very monotonous, but in a good way. Oh, yeah, that's Earl's part. I forgot that. Yeah. It was, was part. I thought it was just going to be his part for <laughs> so, whatever reason. <laughs> it's such a good like mix. They've got some very different voices, but that mix so well. And the beat is so like airy and minimalistic, but doesn't need to be anything more. Outfits, weapons concealed, I'm ready to kill. So test it on my weapons is 
Oh, I love that. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Maybe next week or in two weeks, I'll do Money Trees by J-Rock. Insane song. It is. The whole song. But. And nothing but the song. Yeah, J-Rock. What a man he is. Hey, he is good. Redemption. That's an OG album. You like that album? Yeah. That was in my starter packs, like, when we first started doing it as well. All right. I'll have a new drink and then we'll move on all to right. your review of... IDK's Is He Real? IDK. All what right. are you feeling? Cock? Um, yeah. Lolo? Nah. What, the pass? Oh, okay. Nah. <laughs> pass. All right. Oh, I don't want that one there. <laughs> I'll get you another one. <laughs> Did you buy a new pack? No, these are the last two, I think. Oh, I need to stock up on pretty much everything that we've got in there. All right. All right. Oh, I haven't got up. Oh, I don't need lyrics for Post Malone. I need a track for Oh, shit. Alright. So, IDK's Is He Real? If you had to take a guess, like, I'm guessing you haven't sort of heard anything about the album. No. But if you had to take a guess as to what Is He Real means, what would you say? I don't know. I just wrote Holy Weeds. <laughs> um, ooh, I don't know. I reckon it would be about um, an imaginary friend that IDK has. Mate, you're not far off. It's about God. Okay, there you go. It's quite a uh, quite a religious album, which is not what I expected. It starts out on cloud blue, spelled without the e. That's important. A little skit where IDK asks a child what happens when you die. The child, Max, who describes very obviously a childlike view on it, says that the soul leaves the body and rises up to the sky, past the clouds, past space, past the universe, etc. etc. He says, when you arrive at the pearly gates and they open and you see everyone that's died. You see Grandma, you see Tupac, and he goes on and lists a few other people right. that have died. Then he says you see a big mountain with a huge line that goes on forever and ever. And I'm going to quote this last part. It is a bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't listened to it yet and you want to be surprised, skip forward about sort of 20 seconds or so. And then you get in the back of the line and you start waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you wait some more and more and more and more and more and more. You get closer and closer and closer until you're next in line. When it's finally your turn, you wake up from your dream because God isn't fucking real. <laughs> and as he says, like, the real, like, you know how the record goes like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. It does like that. Right. So that came as a, quite a bloody big shock to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not what I expected. I was quite taken aback. Uh, the next track is 4,200 Choices, which is a reference to there being 4,200 different religions. 
Okay. Is so that accurate? Is that a... That is accurate. It was like 4,219 or something like that. He's random. But yeah. We'll, we'll give him credit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to say like 4,219 choices. Mm-hmm. That's 4,200 choices, yeah. Uh, he mentions that as a kid, his mum used to make him go to church, but he was always just bored and he was just spending his time daydreaming about snatching the purse from the lady in front of him. Right. Uh, he, of course, is rapping fast while doing all of this. His bars are very rhyme heavy. And he starts the song off with, I'm from a place where they pull up on you with a Draco and bang, bang, bang. No one warns you. Ain't no time for play, play, play. When you're sleeping on the stretcher like lay, lay, lay. I'm saying, hey, 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 trying to live day by day. None of these neighbors saying nothing. If you see a gunner, then bullets is coming. They dumping. They kicking and punching. They jumping. And it's very like, like, kind of. Like flow. Yeah. Um, the production is great too. It starts off with like a really distorted 808 and the only melody is like a little little perk. But halfway through the song, there's like a string melody that like fades up and then the, jump, the drums change just a little bit as well. So I'm not sure if you could call it a beat switch, but it did sound really cool. Uh, the chorus just has IDK saying, I'm drowning over and over again. Bitch, I'm drowning. Oh, I need to re-listen to that song. That's a drip song. That is a drip song, but no, it's... I'll, I'll play it, like, so you can sort of get how he says uh, drowning. How's that one go? It's on 4200. Bitch, I'm drowning. What's it say? Tessa, Tessa. Something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Tessa, Tessa. Uh, 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 uh. That is pretty hard still. Um, The outro just repeats the first verse with a slight variation. He says, they kick and they punch and they jump and the reason I'm, and then the song just cuts out and then flawlessly transitions to the next track called The E in Blue, which is a reference to the first song. Okay. You know, Cloud Blue, where he left the E off it. If you had to guess, why do you think the E was left off of it? Because that's what's rated. E forever up. Because the E is silent, like God. Yeah. I'll show you this transition from 4200 choices into the E for blue. It's very stark, isn't it? Yeah. But it sounds like it's just like the exact same song, but it's just like. The beat's different, you know? Yeah, I don't like the cut. How, like, vicious it is. Yeah, like, um... The reason I'm... It feels like he did actually say something else and they cut it off. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like he actually ended his sentence on I'm. Yeah, like, I feel like most songs, and you sort of take it for granted, fade the beat out. Yeah. And then the new one fades in, so it's not like, beat, 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 silence. Yeah. New song, you know what I mean? Like, you sort of predict it. Like, you wouldn't predict that that's the end of the song there. Yeah. There's one song that really pisses me off. I think it's Katy Perry's birthday suit. Never heard that song before in my life. Like, I heard it on the radio all the time in one of my last jobs. And she ended the song quite, like, well, like, on, like, a a word. It just ended. And then she goes, 
no, 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 bring the beat back. And then it comes in for like five seconds and then just fades out. Oh, that's a troll. Why say that? You could have just ended it. It would have been so much better. Anyway. Uh, So, yeah, Cloud Blue. Oh, sorry, that was uh, the first one. The E in Blue, which is this one. Uh, It's another skit, a spoken word by DMX, who is quite known to be religious. It's read out like a poem, and he's saying things like, there's something better after here, but everyone won't go. So I ask you to forgive them, and we'll hope they see. It's just under a minute long, but the whole time DMX is talking, his voice is just fading in and out, coming back, coming in, like going away, coming back. Uh, And there's noises of someone drowning. I would assume it's IDK, considering you just said, yeah, I'm drowning a lot in the previous song. So it's as if you're listening through IDK's ears. Yeah. Like you hear the water, like come, like, you know, going like way above your head, you're coming out, you're gasping for air, you're going back under. And while that's happening, you're hearing, D- you're hearing DMX's voice fade away and come back sort of as you're bobbing up and down underwater. One of the comments on uh, Genius says that, you know, the E could refer to God being silent. Um, so I don't know if that is actually why, but I can't really think of anything else. Um, but that would also tie into the name of the album yeah. Is he real? Is he real? He's yeah. He's silent. He's doubting if he, if there's, if he's actually there. Uh, Alone is up next, and it's the first song that doesn't have anything to do with religion. He's looking back at what his life used to be like and how far he has come. He remembers that his teachers always told him that he wouldn't get anywhere. Now he's, they just told the kid congratulations. Uh, He's happy with the way that his life has gone, and although he doesn't know where he's going now or what he's supposed to do, he just says everything happens for a reason, so whatever happens, happens. During the outro, some violin comes in, which is nice, and he just chants, the people. Don't know what that has to do with anything. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a reason. It's quite artistic. But the transition from the next, like into the next track, so from Alone into 24, is also amazing. I'm going to show you guys that as well. He had a lot of really good transitions in here. So this is the end of Alone. How fucking good is that? That was pretty clean. That's so sick. I fucking love that. Like, you can barely even tell. There's like a nice sort of like synth outro here. And the piano slowly comes in. Next song. That is great. That's fucking amazing. Shout out IDK for that one. Um, where am I up to? So it's called 24 as a reference to the Bible verse, Matthew 6, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Is that how Bible things work? Matthew chapter 6, verse 24? I think so. Some shit like that. Uh, the verse is, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. 
So obviously he's written out a, written it as a money is the root of all evil kind of thing. Um, but to me, it's just a flex song. He says things like, um, when the money fall, I'm going to slap that ass. Clap when the money go, you don't slap ass. That's facts. If the money low, I'm going to wear a strap where I'm at. And then later on, it's a lot of money while you're mad like that. So like, he doesn't once mention any negative effect that money could have. He doesn't speak about it negatively at all. He doesn't mention religion once. It seems like he wrote the song and liked it. But to be able to include it in the album, he had to spin it in a way to make it sound religious. So he just said, oh, money's the root of all evil. It's got to do with money. But like, he never once says a bad thing about money. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't really like that one a lot. Um, and he doesn't even mention anything in like anything to do with that Bible verse either. Um, Lily is up next. It's pretty much just about girls pretending to love him now that he has money. Throughout the song, he ad-libs devil 12 times, I counted. But again, to me, this is just a song about people being fake, which is quite a common thing um, like to write about, quite a common context. No, not context. Um, content. It's quite common content to write about. People being fake because now you have money. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just labelled as having religious undertones just so he can put it on the album. Uh, porno. Is up next. Porno. Yep. It features Capri Styles, Pusha T, and Jid. Jiddy Jid. The song is about the ridiculousness of masturbation within the Bible. He says comparing it to murder is absurd. I'll read out the first part of verse one because it is banging. The Bible say beating my dick and killing is equal, huh? But that don't add up, right? Because <laughs> the amount of times that I milk my shit, I'd probably be considered cereal. That's hard. Which I think like, that's really, really clever. Like milk my shit and then cereal. Yeah. Uh, and then on the next uh, line, he says, them cocoa puff titty balls make a neighbor balls fall inside the jaws while the drawers fall all like a nightstand in the earthquake caused by the backstroke dog style all wild. Kill the pretty kitty, leave an X over its eyes like a cause clown. Shit, that's a fucking bar. That's a bar. I really like the shit. That's a fucking bar line. Like that sort of just makes you think, yeah, it was. And then you just like it even more. Like that's quite, quite clever there. But yeah, leave an X over its eyes like a cause clown. That is pretty cool. Um, every single one of the featuring artists. The fuck did you just send me? <laughs> <laughs> is that Beetlejuice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, every single one of the featuring artists just did their own thing though uh, Push talked about cars, bags and diamonds Jid talked about a girl I think the, the concept of the song was really good and it could have been much better if the features stuck with the concept but they just went and did their own thing I don't know why IDK didn't sort of pull them back they're like no, nah, talk about wanking write it in but um I Do Me, You Do You features Jessie CX on the chorus. Uh, she's just singing about how much trouble she has falling in love. And then Tyler, the creator, has a spoken verse where IDK just asks him, do you believe in a higher power? Yeah. He says, I've heard your work before. I know your views, but do you believe in a higher power? To which Tyler says, hell yeah, something had to have made this. And he goes on about how he believes people should be able to have beliefs in different areas. He says, believe in what brings you joy. 
Then in the outro, IDK says, I see what you're saying, so let me say this. Telling us today that a man built Noah's Ark is just as crazy as telling a caveman we built robot bitches we can fuck. You are wrong. Uh, that's a bit strange. It is. Uh, December is up next and it features Burner Boy. Um, it was just a love song, and while it while the feature did stick with the concept of the song and the song was good, there was no reference towards religion or God or anything like that. So it didn't really fit with the album. Um, so when I'm looking back on the album, this song does stick out, but unfortunately not in a good way. Uh, European Skies has a very heavy Frank Ocean vibe. I'm going to play this for a little bit because um, you'll definitely see how. Frank Ocean-esque it is. Uh, he just questions Christianity on it. He says that there's holes in the story with no reason. You have to have faith. Like, that's all you're asked for. Just have faith. But he goes, no, I want a reason. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I need to have a reason as to why. That's quite Frank Ocean-esque. That's a great song. There you go. Um, yeah, like he says, he can ask Google and Siri for a reason, and he can get one, but he can't from his pastor. The outro is very, like, ethereal instrumental, and the transition to the next song is also fantastic. I want to play it. Like, I cannot get over these transitions. They are unreal. So this is the end of European Skies here. There's no cable. That's cool. That's a good transition. That is cool. Um, yeah, he does have really, really cool transitions all throughout here. Um, so yeah, no cable is the next song. It touches on racism. Uh, but the way he does it in the chorus is really, really cool as well. He says, uh, he was just a drug dealer. Record wasn't clean, so we see him as a thug neighbor. And under that, there's a... Oh, that's the end of the chorus. <laughs> um, oh, end of the line. Uh, and under that, there's a news reporter reading out, police described the shooting victim as a known drug dealer. Then IDK says, change the channel. He was just a crazy man. He blew up the school just to motherfucking say you can. <coughs> Over the top of the news reporter reading out, student evacuating with the hands up, the suspect in a mass shooting. Then IDK just hits another, change the channel. And he like hits a few other sort of different, uh, you know, sort of things like that. Um, and although I don't think that everyone is good, because there are some truly evil people out there, just that's the way that they're born. Um, I do like the message of don't think everyone is evil just because he deals drugs. Like drug dealers, although what they do is bad, they are still people. They still have morals. They can see what's right and wrong. Their morals might be a little bit looser compared to yours, but they still can say, you know, right from wrong the majority of the time. Um, and yeah, that doesn't mean that everything that they do is bad. Yeah. Uh, digital is the next track. I wrote digital is the next track, next track. Um, it also touches on racism a little bit, but in the court, like in the chorus, he says, if a cop shoots him, it's not a crime, but if he sells weed, he's doing five, which is true and hard. Uh, but that's only a small part of the track. The rest is about a man. He says, 
all people are born pure, but life changes them, which I do disagree with. Some people are born just fucked, but life can just change you. Uh, but this one particular man was born pure. His mum died, his dad died, and a heap of other stuff happened, and now all he knows is sin. Uh, the word sin is the only thing in there that ties into religion, so I didn't really like that one. I think it was also about a dash, digital. I, I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it was about, like he's whipping a foreign. So, yeah, sort of not really related to anything. Right. Uh, Michael, What the Fuck is the second last track. It's about his stepfather. Michael. I would assume so. Uh, one day, IDK got a message from him saying, your mum died. Like, that was a text that he received from his stepdad. That's your it. Your mum died. Mum dead. Didn't get a call or anything. And then his stepdad kept the insurance money all to himself and moved another woman into their house. Like, IDK wasn't living with them. Right. It was just him and his mum. Mum died. He moved in a new woman. Uh, while it is a really good song, and I like the fact that he's telling a very personal story, it doesn't have anything to do with the context of the album. Uh, is He Real is obviously talking about God. The first like 70% of albums of the album were songs about religion, but it seems like he's just forgotten that at this point. And it would be really, really easy to incorporate religion into this. He could literally just say, like, why they say God loved me, this isn't apparent. The fuck kind of God just robs you of a parent. Yeah. Like, that didn't take me long to write. And that would have been a really, really good line. That would have tied it in really nice. Uh, the last song, you know, it has to be important. The closure of the album. You expect the question to be answered here. Or, like, at least answered for him. You expect there to be some sort of conclusion about the existence of God. And he kind of does. He ponders as to, as to why he's where he currently is. He's thinking out loud and says he could be like this guy doing that or this guy doing that. But instead, he's here. Like, not here. We don't have him in the studio. No. He's, like, wherever he is. Yeah. Um, he says that when he was in school, he'd get a D in every single subject except art, where he would get an A. So he asks them, what does this mean? Am I going to be straight? And they just say... There's no jobs for neighbours to paint. <clears throat> there you go. So he just doubted himself from that point on. And he's there just thinking he's never going to be anything worthwhile. And he says, oh, sorry, while he's just thinking there, while, while he's just sitting there thinking he's not going to be worthwhile, he says his mum was really going through it. And I'll read out the second half of the second verse because it is like me describing it won't do it justice. But she kept it to herself. I had no idea. Where's God? To the point that I denied the little things I'd hear from my family members now and then and here and there till I saw one day Mama was losing her hair, where's God? And her losing her weight, then eventually losing her brain till I put two and two together, confusion was strained. Since my auntie told me the truth, I'll never be the same. And when she died is when I heard my stepfather gave her AIDS. There you go. And then the interlude is just a bunch of where's God? being repeated a lot. And it's like, it's moving all around the headphones, which sounds really, really cool. Um, it sounds like how you would be if you were just told that your mum died of AIDS, like your world's just spinning. And you're yeah. thinking, why would God do that? Where is God? I want to talk to him. Yeah. That's not right. Like that was really, really cool. Like it, 
he captured a feeling and translated it to a noise. And that's really, really cool to me. Um, he also said in a letter that he shared on Instagram that when recording the song, he made everyone leave the room. It was just him in there. And he did it in one take. One take, Jake. He said that there was no way he would be able to find the power to do it again. And he said that only God knows where he found the strength to do it in the first place. Then in the intro, he's asking a friend of his to visually... Dis oh, sorry, outro. I wrote intro, but yeah, on the outro. Like, so this is the last thing you hear on the album. He's asking his friends, like, what colour are my pants? So I'll, I'll play it out. What colour are my pants? He's asking me. Yeah. Black. Now describe that without using that colour or anything associated to that colour. It is like shade. Absent like well, of colour. His name, his pants were red right. and his friend could not describe them without using colours. It's what you see in your head when you're angry. Um, it's the colour of your blood. You're ruining this. Um, so yeah, he brings up the point that like my red could be your blue. There's no way of knowing like if we're seeing the same thing or not, because we've just been taught that's blue. Like you could be seeing it. It's that different to me. Who knows? You could be seeing it as my red. There you go. But we've just been taught that's blue. So we got no idea what we're actually seeing. Like in, yeah, we cannot describe color to each other. It's impossible. And then he ends the album on the line. We're not advanced enough to know if we actually even see the same colors. Then how can we say there's no God? There you go. To me, that has little to no correlation. And I, I can see where he's coming from, but it doesn't really make sense. Um, as a whole, the album is its very difficult to rate because there were so many times where I'd be like listening to a song and I like, I like to, the first time I listened to it, I listened to it all the way through so I can hear if there's anything cool done on the outro or anything like that. So there were so many times where I was listening to it, waiting for the outro, then all of a sudden he just starts rapping again and it's, and it's the next song. Yeah. Like, I didn't even hear the transition. Like, it was that clean. Um, the lyricism and production throughout were consistently amazing. But content-wise, it was hit and miss. Um, in the first half, it was amazing. But then there wasn't much in the second half. Um, well, not it wasn't much. It's like what was there wasn't related. Yeah. Um, and giving it a low rating seems unfair because of how great and solid the first half was. But then giving it a high score because of that doesn't seem right because of how lackluster the end was. So I'm going to rate it in a nice like middle ground of okay to great at 7 out of 10. And I heavily recommend that you listen to it. But after, you, after European Skies finishes, just pause it there. There you go. So don't listen past European Skies. But yeah, it is a really good album, but 7 out of 10 is my rating. Alright, there you go. We will move on to my review now. Which is, oh, Post Malone, yeah. Most Malone. On Bollywood's Heating. Yes. No, I actually disliked this... Um, album at first I didn't really like it I thought it was quite boring and unoriginal which it's not exactly moving away from that I don't think um, 
But I just think maybe I was in a bad mood when I listened to it first, or I don't know what it was. I would like to do a study into that. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, what in the fuck is that? Mate, there's someone there. Um, Yeah, I think I was just in the... I don't know. I I funk. Yeah. On my third listen, I actually really enjoyed the album. Not not as much as Beer Bongs and Bentleys or Stoney, but... Yeah, I definitely liked it much more than what I originally was going to score this album. So lucky I did. I was actually going to just stop after two because I didn't like it. But I eventually went to five listens, I think. And yeah, I did actually rate it a lot higher. But uh, I'm just going to go through some of the better tracks. um, And I'm going to talk about some of the weaker tracks. Um, I think... um, The opening track was really great. Hollywood's Bleeding, really conceptual... Um, piece really sort of um, set it up as like Hollywood's bleeding um, and the one verse that everyone's really liking is um, we're running out of reasons but we can't let go yeah Hollywood is bleeding but we call it home like no matter what like no matter what happens that like um, it can turn us into monsters but we we want to be a part of the culture we want to yeah. be famous and, and all that um yeah and he set it up really well um i really enjoyed the opening track um i thought it was a really great way to start the album um and then he moved into um saint Tropez, um which that's been a bit of a radio hit yeah but the thing is charlemagne the god (laughs) said that post malone would eventually cheat on ashley was that her name yeah, Ashland. Yeah, Ashland. Ashland. And he he actually did. So Charlemagne the God was onto something. I fuck Post for that. What did he say? What did Post say to like confirm this? I don't know. I think there was just like pictures of him with a girl, and then they broke up. Mm, yeah, I don't okay. know. But it was. I think it was confirmed, but I'm not sure. And it was in Saint so Tropez. Oh, okay. So that's I why. Say, what does that have to do with the song? So that's why when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, maybe he's going to talk about it," but he, he doesn't mention it at all. It's actually a flex song. He literally says in there, "I'm so rich, abs like Amber Comby and Fitch," which I don't think he has. He's quite fat. Yeah, <laughs> it does not have abs. Yeah, on a yacht, fifty meters, it's offish. Fifty carats on my fist, the roof go down when I hit the switch. I money ball like Brad Pitt. Yeah. But there was 50 one... 50 carats is a fuckload. There was one line. I do... He says here... I don't know what this is a reference to. <coughs> it's probably not. He does say, I said I'm sorry, mama, for my vices. You'll yeah. never understand what my life is. But that could be... Like just smoking. Smoking, cigarettes, um, drinking. Obviously yeah. does a lot of that. So that could be any of that. But could also be women. Um, but yeah, wasn't really... This is a flex song. And this is the song that's been memed when he said, Versace boxes on my dick. <laughs> Bud Light running through my piss. Um, he does drink a lot of Bud Light. He does. Um, yeah, so I wasn't a, ma- uh, a massive fan of this one. But um, I thought it would be a bit more meaningful than what we got. 
Um, a Thousand Bad Times was actually really good. I think that um, one of the better songs on the album, um, Post Malone, completely disregards what he has done in the past with women, and I talk about that on the song Die For Me, which has Halsey and Future on it. Now that Halsey feature. Yeah, that Halsey that feature is fire. Yeah. But, yeah, A Thousand Bad Times. I actually did really like this song. Um, you try to burn my house down, but what what's another house to me? I really like that. And I know earlier in the song, what's he say? When I got arrested, at least I got some rest in. I like that. That's a hard line too. Did he? When he Did said he get arrested? I'm not sure. Probably not. <laughs> I think he's just sort of talking. It I swear. Shit. I don't know. Maybe it's a different song. I know that that's definitely on a song where he says that. Um, I needed... Yeah, and then he talks about um, like it was going to take a lot more for you to kill me, but like I'm going to use this grave to sleep in because I can't sleep around you mm. because you're so annoying. And like I've had a thousand bad times. What's another one to me? Like you're not going to bother me. I'll just move on to the next one. Um, and he's sort of talking about um, sort of fake relationships where he's the one, he's the good guy. Mm-hmm and the other people are sort of being fake to him because he's famous and a star that they're just trying to get with him, get some quick cash and dip, which I'm sure happens a lot to not only Post Malone. Yeah, to many. But yes. Uh, Die For Me. Like I said, this is where he talks about people cheating on him, which, so the actual Post Malone verified comment was, For anyone who has been through shit with an adulterating spouse, which he has done, um, it's a good reminder to people that you are not alone. Halsey fucking snapped. He also said that. Um, And he said, uh, we were on the low, but you were getting high with me. When it's past 11, that's a different side I see. Said you'd die for me, you'd die for me, you'd die for me. But you lied to me, you lied to me, you lied to me. That sounds pretty cringe. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, the lyrics are cringe. I don't know about the delivery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Future comes back with the falsetto flow, so he's very high-pitched in this. Um, and he sort of he does get sort of lower-pitched as it goes. He starts out very high-pitched. Sounds a lot like Young Thug on this song. Um, but yeah, so Halsey... I mean, Future and Post Malone talk about being on the receiving end of a woman... Um, and Halsey talks about being the woman being um, on the receiving end of a woman sounds like something else of a woman uh, adulterating and Halsey talks about a woman being cheated on by a man so maybe she was taking shots at young Malone here maybe Um, I don't play anymore I went through your phone and called the girls in your DMs and took them all home Um, I sold 15 million copies of a breakup note um, brought some strangers in our bed and now you lost your right to privacy spilling all our secrets when you thought they'd probably die with me um, and you I like don't it. have to say I'm crazy because I know nothing's changed I like the um, made 50 million off a breakup note yeah that's hard that is that is a hard um, hard like line Halsey through the first two listens Halsey was the standout for me with yeah um, Aussie 
Fucking Aussie old. I thought he was a little bit trash, to be honest. No, I rated that. And then we have the the baby feature, which I thought was flames. The baby has slowly turned my perception of him into an actual decent rapper. Um, and he has the stats to back it up. Went double platinum um, on the song Shug without any features. Well, it's only one song, but without a feature. He actually sold more copies of that song than the one with Quavo. And, was it Quavo and Takeoff? No, Offset and Rich the Kid. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, ba- the go. baby is on fire at the moment. He is, he um, is. I really like the, they pack in the post and I'm home alone. When I hit, when the box hit the door, they go for 35. I try to put on for my partners, but they turn into enemies right before my eyes. Um, what is 35, man? No idea. When, no idea. <laughs> that, um, the, they pack in the post and I'm home alone. That reminds me of the Quavo feature on Congratulations. Post Malone, I gotta play on my phone, <clears throat> and I really like the. What was that? Was that Nicoya? <laughs> nah, I was typing on the keyboard again. Did that you did like time. some shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, fuck on camera. Then we call it even. Friends are like the autumn. Every year they leaving, and I'm gonna rake them in a pile, throw them in a bag, tie them bitches up, and leave them. What leave? Um. Yeah, no, that's why he's set up here. Friends are like autumn. Every year they leave it. So he did it twice. He did. That's a hard song. Really long from Post Malone. Um, like Post Malone had a lot. There's outro by Post Malone, post chorus by Post Malone, chorus by Post Malone, bridge by Post Malone, post chorus, chorus. Then there's the baby's verse, chorus, chorus, verse by Post, and then... <laughs> Intro by post. It's very prevalent on this track. A lot of um, yeah. It's a it's a post post chorus. Yeah, exactly. Um, then on the road features, the baby. Ah, uh, not the baby. Little baby. Um, and Meek Mill. I actually really like this song. Um, I think this is this album's rock star. It's nowhere near as good, but definitely has the same sort of vibe to it i do have to admit the last two things i've heard little baby in which is this and then on uh saint john's album yeah i have liked little baby yeah i never used to but he's he's grown on me yeah like i think that this song the baby oh i keep saying that now <laughs> little baby and meek mill definitely really um prop this song up i think post malone was good in this but i think um mm. Especially Mick Mill just absolutely went hard on this uh, really well. And I have two more songs. Take What You Want featuring Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. Great song, I think. Post Malone. Um, Travis, oh my God, I can't speak right now. I think Ozzy Osbourne was the best. Um, but I don't like that Post Malone took the chorus from him in the middle. So it was Ozzy Osbourne, post chorus. Like it was chorus Ozzy. Post Malone chorus than Aussie chorus. I think it would have been better okay. to have it across all three. Um, it was the exact same words. It was just Post Malone singing it. Um, Travis Scott was trash again. I didn't like it. Um, Travis Scott can't get the features right at the moment, I don't think. I haven't liked one in a very long time. Yeah, it has been a while. But yeah, I really enjoyed this song. And what was the last song that I had? 
Oh, internet. I wanted to speak about this. Oh, that was the one that was leaked. Like, yeah, ago. so this was actually meant to have M and R, M and M. I I'm kind of saying the right name this week. <laughs> um, this is meant to have Kanye West on it. Mm-hmm. But there was meant to be an M and M feature on this as well. Was there? Yeah, but they couldn't get their scheduling lined up before the album was meant to release. There you go. I didn't know that. But yeah, this song was actually produced by Kanye, and he did the melody for it. Okay. Um, but yeah, they just cut his verse. I don't know what happened. Um, and this song is really well produced, obviously, by Kanye West. But the one thing that sort of stuck out to me is a very powerful song because he says, um, fuck the internet, you can quote that. Because this came out, he, just, he sort of made this song around the time. Remember when he had that incident with the plane? And he yeah. and he he couldn't land or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, people were telling him that like they wished he died. So that's why he's saying like fuck the internet. So it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um Yeah, I really like this song. I don't know why people like that. Yeah. I don't like, know either. Dislike someone all you want, but just Yeah. It's so easy to avoid people. Yeah. I don't know why he couldn't get Kanye on here. He produced it, so it's not like they didn't have the time. But like, uh, they could have been like, you know, around the world from each other and Kanye just sent him the beat. Yeah, but like... Maybe Kanye just prefers to like, you know, sing in front of the people so they can vibe a bit better. I don't know. But, yeah, it's Post Malone. I feel like he could get anyone. I feel like Kanye could get anyone. Yeah. And it's surprising that he doesn't have like Drake on here. The Mm. feature list isn't as big as what I was thinking. Who's the biggest feature on here? You reckon? Who, who, who was I think Ozzy Osbourne was probably like... Ozzy Osbourne, Scissor, Travis Scott maybe. Yeah. There's no... That's, like, that's not that amazing. Yeah, no, Ozzy Osbourne's probably the biggest. Yeah, no 21 Savage, no Drake. I was expecting a Drake. Yeah. Um, I wonder how a post in The weekend would go. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I do want to... Do you reckon um, Wow... And Sunflower going to be big? You reckon they could probably top the... You reckon those ones will catch on? What do you mean? You reckon Sunflower would be big? They already have been big. Yeah, I know. just mean. <laughs> those, are, those are two of my favourite songs. Yeah. On the album there. Sunflower is definitely the best. Yeah. <clears throat> and I liked Wow. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't like a Billy Ray Cyrus song feature on there. Or Lord Nas X. Oh, that could have been fire. That would have been really good. Um, yeah, Lil Nas X and Post Malone you heard it here first yeah I think that this album was better than advertised I think a lot of people Mm. sort of wrote this album off because it's Post Malone and it's nowhere near as good as Beer Bongs and Bentley's in terms of bangers like Beer Bongs and Bentley has Over Now Better Now um, Spoil My Night obviously Rockstar yeah um, the one with Ty Dolla Sign Psycho yeah Candy Paint, like it had all the bang, all the songs it, that were like. And it also had like um, Rich and Sad, Paranoid. Yeah. Like they're not bangers, but they're still like really good that you can get turned to. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that this album is much more laid back. And Post Malone actually said that he's not trying to make hit records anymore. Mm. He's just trying to like make just songs um, that can just sit and relate to his music. And I think yeah. that maybe this is a more matured post and what he's trying to do but I will say not as many bangers on here the best songs were already the singles Wow Yeah Sunflower 
Um, even circles, I did come around on circles. I didn't talk about it, but circles did fit much better for the vibe of the album. Um, much slower, and it sort of it feels like um, his take on what The Weeknd did a few years ago on Starboy in 2016. Mm, yeah, like, actually, That's much a good... much slower pace, much like very diverted away from what he was going for. Because if all the songs were like Sunflower or Wow, I think we would have got a much closer album to Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Yeah. Where this one's more in the realm of Circles. Like Circles yeah, is probably like the centerpiece um, mm-hmm. of this album. So I think that this album's good. I think there's some filler on here. Myself, I know. Um, I didn't really like them. Staring at the Sun with Scissor wasn't all that amazing. Um, Allergic, a lot of people liked. I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, but the songs with the features really stood out to me because they're so stark. Like, no one really sounds like Post Malone yeah. um, in the game that he's got on this album anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. That's better than I expected. Wait, did you even rate yours? Yeah, 7 out of 10. Oh, 7 out of 10. Must have been paying attention. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. My uh, favourite songs are A Thousand Bad Times, Hollywood's Bleeding, and the singles, so wow, and sunflower, sunflower, and circles. I suppose that was a. Right. Did you know that over ten of these songs in this were recorded over a three day stretch? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Like, obviously, they weren't written and produced in that. He just re- yeah. recorded it, but that is still pretty impressive feat. Yep. All right. Well, that is the show done. It is. That was a, a long show. Yep. No, we're just approaching. Close to an hour and a half, I think. About an hour 20, something like that. Yep. But I can't burp, but I need to. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, be sure to stay tuned because we're going to have our fun-filled Friday in just two days' time. There you go. Where we'll play a heap of games and whatnot. Yep. All right, see you then. What's the thing? That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy forgot it. <laughs>